2: Now
4: welcome welcome everyone my name is sean and today we got to talk about this new yorker piece related to hassan minaj because it is quite telling what people like this think how they want to portray the united states of america and how for years despite the fact that they take vicious actions against people based on their own prejudice they are allowed to succeed in this great nation which honestly is one of the great shames on this nation but before we get into that i want to say thank you to everybody signed up over on actualjusticewarrior.com slash join
0: give me the money give you give me the money
4: Okay. And thank you to the podcast listeners, Spotify, Apple, and Google's podcasting platform. Now, I have to be perfectly honest with you out there in the audience. There's a reason I am late to this story, because when I first saw the article headlines, when I first saw other people making YouTube videos and the titles of those YouTube videos about Hasan Minhaj lying in his comedy specials, I had two really quick knee-jerk reactions. The first one was, who the hell is Hasan Minhaj? Who is this person? And the second one, after I got over that, is why are we fact-checking jokes? Why are we going into the nitty-gritty details of what he says during his comedy special? Because honestly, comedy is about exaggeration and whatnot, and by the way, this is one of the few moments where I can say for sure I had a very similar reaction to Whoopi Goldberg, of all people, who expressed the same sentiment that I expressed on The View. Now, that's me going off the basic logical assumption that the title of comedian and what we talk about when we refer to a comedy special is is first and foremost, a comedy special being done by a comedian. But the thing is, Hassan Minaj is an activist first, and he uses a thin veneer of comedy in order to get out his political opinions. And by the way, his political opinions is that America's horrible, America's evil white racist, and I don't know if you know this, but you're an evil white racist if you don't give Hassan Minaj money. So he has a bunch of stories, and there are some of these tales that are getting a lot of attention From this new yorker piece and i want to say that these stories actually belong in two distinct categories the first one is the law and order style straight from the headlines kind of tale and a perfect example of this is him saying that there was actually a famous fbi informant that was infiltrating his sacramento mosque when this turned out to not be the case Let's go to the article so you can get a taste of some of Minaj's lies. Now in Minaj's 2022 Netflix stand-up special, The King's Gesture, a biographical reflection on fame, he relays a story about an FBI informant who infiltrated his family's Sacramento area mosque in 2002 when Minaj was a junior in high school. As Minaj tells it, brother Eric, a muscle-bound white man, who said he was a convert to Islam, gained the trust of the mosque community. He went to dinner at Minaj's house and even offered to teach weight training to the community's teenage boys but Minaj had brother Eric pegged from the beginning eventually brother Eric tried to entice the boys into talking about Jihad and supposedly Minaj in order to mess with him told him that he wanted to get his pilot's license soon the police were on the scene slamming Minaj against the hood of a car and years later while watching the news with his father Minaj saw a story about Craig who assumed the cover of a personal trainer when he became an FBI informant in muslim communities in southern california well 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 papa look who it is minaj recalls telling his father it's our good friend brother eric now let's be clear this story is completely and utterly made up and it was always nonsensical as a premise but it goes to show you how stupid minaj's audience is that they actually believe this to be true minaj is claiming that when he was a teenager in high school he looked at a muscle-bound white man and he was able to detect that he was an FBI informant years before that person went to jail and then was recruited as an FBI informant. He talks about how he mentioned how he wanted to fly planes, and then all of a sudden the police descended upon him, threw him against the hood of a car, and suspected him of terrorism. So this story has everything in a hoax that you would look for. That should be a giant red flag. First of all, Minaj is the main character in this big ticket news item. Secondly, he's the smartest person in the room. This guy completely fooled everyone. He infiltrated this Muslim community. He infiltrated Hassan Minaj's mosque and he was able to fool everyone except for Hassan Minaj who knew that he was a rat. Well, before he was actually recruited by the FBI. Now, Hassan Minaj actually plays an Al Jazeera news segment during the course of his Netflix special to show you how right and smart and intelligent he was way back in the day when he was a teenager. But the thing is, even though I did spoil that this guy became an FBI informant in the year 2006, not the year 2002, what's also crucial about the year 2002 is that this guy was actually in prison at the time that Hassan Minaj said all of these things happened. So it's a hundred percent a lie it's a hundred percent made up and he's doing this so that he could inflate himself but also label himself the greatest victim of all time and by the way he essentially admits this to the reporter throughout the course of this article Minaj says quote every story in my style is built around a seed of truth quote my comedy Arnold Palmer what an absolute loser for talking like this by the way is 70% emotional truth, a.k.a. this happened, and 30% hyperbole, exaggeration, and fiction. Now, by the way, that means it's 100% made up, because when he says 70% emotional truth, that means made up. When he says hyperbole, exaggeration, and fiction as the remaining 30%, that is also made up congratulations hassan minaj your arnold palmer is actually a hundred percent made up lemonade now minaj actually says that the core emotional truth in the incident that he's referencing is that he got a hard foul during a game of pickup basketball by some white converts to islam that he thought were secretly feds so from that we got hassan minaj being able to identify an informant that was in his community even though he was in prison at the time Four years before he was an informant for the FBI in a different islamic community in southern california not in sacramento now he also has a fake story about being mailed anthrax when he was hosting the daily show or something like that and he says he opened an envelope there was white powder the white powder spilled on his infant daughter his wife was like hassan i know you say you believe in that but we suffer all the consequences and our daughter nearly died and then they rushed her to the hospital and all this it was very dramatic it's very sad it's very heartwarming but the thing is it's also completely made up because this also happened in the city of new york we have a terrorism unit in the city of new york they would have investigated this even if he brought them to the hospital and didn't report it to the police they would have been called but they weren't now look even though i breezed over the fake anthrax hoax that he pretended to be the victim of and he pretended almost maybe possibly could have killed his little baby daughter that he didn't just say this during his comedy special, he said this in interviews, he told this story repeatedly, and it's completely and utterly false, because he's a liar, because he profits off of making America seem more racist, and specifically profits off of making him a perpetual victim, but all that stuff is straight from the headlines, you should have known it was fake, because obviously nobody cares about Hasan Minaj, let alone wants to target
2: End oh.
1: fighterflare.com.
4: Target him for his political beliefs. This reeks of Jussie Smollettism, but there's one specific case that is infinitely worse than all the rest, and that's because he used an opportunity of his Netflix comedy special to humiliate a girl who rejected him for the high school prom almost 20 years ago. So in his special homecoming king, which was released in 2017, he talked about having a crush on a white girl whom he shared a stolen kiss with and who accepted his invitation to prom but later reneged in a humiliating fashion when Minaj showed up on her doorstep the night of the dance only to see another boy putting a corsage on her wrist. On stage, Minaj says that his friend's parents didn't want their daughter to take pictures with the brown boy because they were concerned about what their relatives might think. I'd eaten off their plates, Minaj said. I would kissed their daughter. I didn't know that people could be bigoted even as they were smiling to you. Now, right here, obviously, total nonsense, total lie. Never happened. Obviously, Hassan Minaj is a liar. He's lying right here. This is ridiculous and absurd. And the reason why you know this is a lie is because what these lefties were pushing, and they're still pushed today, but in 2017, it was very popular to push, was this idea that racists could even be nice to you in person, but they still have that internalized hatred, that internalized racism, that evil white supremacy, and therefore, therefore, it comes out when you least expect it. Because we all know racists definitely Invite you over for dinner even though you're their daughter's friend but then when you get asked out to prom they tell their daughter not only to not go with you but to have you show up on the doorstep in the most dramatic way just so you see a white person taking you to prom because they didn't want her to be in photos with the brown now the woman disputed the fact she said first and foremost that she turned down Minaj who was then a close friend, in person, days before the dance. Minaj admitted that this was correct, but he said the two of them long carried a different understanding of her rejection as a brown kid in davis california he said he'd been conditioned to put his head down and take it and i did the emotional truth of the story he's told on stage was resonant and justified the fabrication of details there are so many kids who have had a similar sort of doorstep experience he said so this is one of the most asinine things you could possibly say he admits that he lies and by the way When I explain to you what he did in this comedy special, you're going to lose your mind. But then he says, because other brown kids have maybe had a similar experience, he heard about it somewhere out there in the world, it's okay for him to fabricate the details about this event, because it's happened to somebody, therefore it's emotionally true and it's justified. However, it's one thing for you to make up stories about people and you don't allude to their identity, but Minaj didn't do that minaj went out of his way to humiliate this girl and it's absurd when you consider he admits that this never happened so the woman has expressed that her and her family have faced online threats and doxing for years because minaj had insufficiently disguised her identity including the fact that she was engaged to an indian american man by the way the racist white family is engaged to an indian man A source with knowledge of the production said that during the show's Off-Broadway 1, Minaj had used a real picture of the woman and her partner with their faces blurred, projected behind him as he told the story. The woman said that Minaj invited her and her husband to the Off-Broadway performance. She had initially interpreted the invitation as an attempt to rekindle an old friendship, but she now believes the move was meant to humiliate her. And by the way, her assessment about Minaj trying to humiliate her and that being the purpose of the invitation is 100% dead-on accurate because Hasan Minaj is such a loser. He's so weak, he's so cowardly, that even with all the fame, with the Netflix specials, with people kissing his rear end, with him being a substitute host for The Daily Show, he can't get over the fact that he was rejected by a girl that he had a crush on when he was a teenager he's still mad about that think about how hassan's wife must feel to know that her husband is still holding a torch for his old high school crush who never wanted him in the first place and what makes it even worse for hassan minaj who by the way put up a photo of her and her husband, don't think I didn't notice that, is that he can't blame the racial angle of it because she married or was engaged to be married at the time, a South Asian guy. So Hasan Minhaj, not being able to process the fact that he wasn't desirable, even with his fame and fortune still isn't desirable, decided to concoct this whole thing for revenge on this woman and Netflix aided and abetted the harassment of her what a complete and utter loser Hassan Minhaj is he portrays himself as the victim that becomes his core identity for 20 plus years of his career but he's still trying to victimize others because he felt slighted and he never got over the hurt feelings even though he's married with a kid again how does it feel Hassan Minhaj's wife to forever be the silver medal in that man's life because he He has no emotional discipline and no control. And Hassan, again, Absolute cowardly, absolute loser, upset that even as he's a big shot comedian, this woman still doesn't care to give him the time of day. She said that she spent years trying to get the threads taken down and Minaj shrugged off her concerns. Minaj said he didn't really recall the interaction and pointed to the fact that he told her that she should scrub her social media accounts and private them because he was about to attack her. And then Minaj said, Oh, my tone in the texts and emails was always friendly. Again this guy is a passive aggressive weak cowardly person and no amount of success or money is going to make himself feel secure as a man which is why again he's still going after and still bitter at a girl rejecting him from prom he tried to make a racism angle but then of course she ended up dating an indian guy so he can't even say oh no the family didn't like the browns even though he tried to get away with that also one of the things i found funny about the self-importance of hassan minaj is that he said that he had this big face-off and big back and forth with the Saudi Arabian embassy after the murder of Jamal Khashoggi. They then found out that he did visit the Saudi Arabian embassy, but it was a month before. So, you have a guy just trying to make every possible story about him, and all of this is connected to his deep insecurity about the fact that this girl rejected him all the way back in high school, and Hassan Minaj, even with his millions, even on The Daily Show, even with his Netflix special, is not appealing to her. Her first instinct when he reached out to her was that he was trying to rekindle a thing and she wasn't interested. How did that feel, Hassan? How did that feel to be proven a loser years to come? So yeah, it's not about regular exaggeration during a comedy special. It's about him going full Jussie Smollett repeatedly on stage and going out of his way to ruin somebody's life because they they didn't want to date him when he was in high school pathetic in every possible way weakness in every possible way and if there was any justice his career would be ripped away from him at this very moment but i'm sure he'll get seven more netflix specials where he gets to cry victim over and over again but hey those are just my thoughts let me know your thoughts down in the comments below but if you like this vid. Fit- if you like this video, show me by leaving a like, subscribe for more content, follow me on all my social medias, support me via the support links in the description of this video. This has been me talking about Hassam Naj crying over being friend zone 20 years ago. Till next time.
2: Order now